0: Hey friend, do you have ADHD? Maybe, maybe not. It really doesn't matter because either way, you're so welcome here. Whether it's you or someone you live with that has the squirrely brain, I'm here to help. On the show, we'll be sharing perspective shifts and hacks and systems and routines that all work for people of all ages with neurodivergent brains. I spent the last almost decade working with students as a special education teacher and navigating my own ADHD. Whether you want someone to hold space for you or you want the tactical, tangible strategies, you're in the right place. I'm going to help you learn to let it be easy, work with your unique strengths, and move from scattered to simplified. And we're doing it all with positive perspective, self-compassion, and a whole lot of God's grace. Let's do this. What's up, Buttercup? We are on day five? 6 I don't even remember anymore. It's been too many in a row. Um, but this is part of a little series. So if you haven't listened to all of them yet, I encourage you to go back and listen all the way through. This one, I mean, you can totally just listen one off. But I think if you're really trying to change your rhythms and routines, if you listen to all of them from the month of March, you are going to make a much bigger impact in your own life. So let's just get into it. Today we're talking about the concept of one degree of change. I have no idea where this originated from. I just heard it from somebody on the internet somewhere. And, um, so I'm going to be honest, I don't even 100% fully understand the origin or what they actually mean. Like, I don't know if they truly mean one degree, you know, like out of like 360 degrees, like of a full circle, um, I think about like when we're making a big change, it being a 180. And so like even that, I'm like 1 degree of change, like 180 out of 180 degrees, like that seems kind of small. But I guess if you think about it in terms of days, like 180 days is what? How many months? Like 6 months ish, 6ish months. Um, and so if you did just a little bit of something different every single day for 6 months, like you'll end up in a full 180 if you really want to make a big change. So I don't know, this is just a ramble, but anyway, the whole point of this episode is to just talk about like, we're not trying to change our lives overnight, okay? That is not sustainable, it's not going to happen, it's going to make you feel stressed out and bitter and resentful, and you're also probably going to fail, which is then going to make you feel like crap, and then you're going to end up in a shame cycle. So that's totally not the point of anything this month. This month, all of these things that we're identifying while we're trying to have this routine, this rhythm that really works for us, everything that you are visualizing, that you are working toward, that's all part of like the long-term goal, okay? And then day by day, we're going to do the best we can to do what we should do to help get us there, but we're not about to get into any kind of shame cycle. We're not getting into, oh my God, I should have done this day, blah, 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 whatever. You know what? If you want to do... Pilates every night like I want to do, and you went from doing it zero times a week to doing it two times a week, or even one time a week, or three times a week, whatever, you're still closer to getting to it every day. But if you decide today is the day I'm going to do Pilates every single night from here on out, you're going to fail, okay? It's just, it's inevitable. So when I start actually doing these things at night, I'm not expecting myself to do them perfectly from now for the rest of my life. That's just silly and not going to happen. Okay. So if you are making even just one tiny change, one tiny step in that right direction, celebrate that, be proud of yourself, acknowledge it. Use some of the language based things I've talked to you guys about when it comes to building, um, like rebuilding self-trust and be like, wow, you know, I am a person who does Pilates one night a week. And then, you know, you can be like, I'm a person who does Pilates three times a week. I am doing Pilates right now. Narrating what you are doing helps your brain learn to retrust that you do what you say you're going to do. Because for a lot of us, especially ADHDers, we say a lot of things and we don't do a lot of things. And we have, like, great intentions. We want to be able to do all of these things and we want to... I don't, I don't know. We want to be able to do all the things, right? But we don't have the follow through. And we also have really unrealistic expectations a lot of the time. Like I just said, how many times have you been like, I'm starting this diet or I'm starting this routine, like this exercise routine. And you think that like that day is going to be day one and you're just going to do it perfectly from there. Like, stop, stop it. Like, that's just silly. And it's not supporting you. We want to make sustainable, long-lasting change that's actually working for us. Okay, along with that, I just had another thought and then it just left me. (laughs) That's the other thing too. Like, okay, let's just keep talking about examples of like doing it messy. It doesn't even have to be perfect. Like, I put out a podcast twice a week. I've been doing this for eight months now. I haven't missed a single week, but I will tell you there was one week, I think it was the week of Thanksgiving or somewhere right around there where I literally recorded like a two minute thing of me just being like, I'm so grateful that you're here. Thanks for showing up, blah, 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 just to have something to put out because I didn't want to miss a day. And you can show up to do whatever it is you're going to do and barely do it. Like if you want to start a habit of journaling, just sit down with your journal and your pen, write the date, Don't write the date. I don't really care. If you sit down with your journal and your pen, you're at least one step closer to actually journaling. And just do that every day. So you start becoming someone who sits down with their journal. And then eventually you're probably like, well, I'm already sitting here. I might as well journal for at least one minute, you know, or I might as well write one sentence. And you will start building on it. But if you just expect yourself to dive into it with perfection from the beginning, you're going to end up disappointed. And also like going back to the podcast thing again, like some of my episodes are definitely better than others. Like even if we take out the links, like some of my episodes are like, holy cow, mind blowing. And some of them are things that you've already heard that are just reminders that you probably need to hear again. And some of them were just, I don't know, random things. So like, it doesn't have to always be perfect. Also, it finally, it came back to me. See, I knew it would come back. Perfectionism. Okay you think you're a perfectionist, right? Probably. I, I personally feel like I swing from, I don't give an F to, oh my God, I have to do this perfect. Like many times throughout the day, depending on the situation and depending on my mood and depending on what the subject is. Like if it's something that I know I can do well in, I want to do it perfect. If it's something I already know, I can't do perfect. I'm like, eh, whatever. Like who cares? Like right now, one of my biggest things with work, uh, hopefully no one from my work is listening. A couple people do know I have a podcast, but uh, you know, whatever. Sometimes I don't always get my notes in within 24 hours. And since I know that I've already blown it with getting a quarterly incentive, like, sorry, some of my notes are coming in at hour 25 because I prioritized those appointments with people instead. And like, you know, it just... I'm sorry. I'm not going to do it perfectly. I just can't. I can't do everything perfect all the time. And I'm well aware of that. And I don't shame myself for it. Okay. So perfectionism, right? Do you want to be the same person you are in five years? Because I know I don't. I want to grow. I want to change. I want to learn new things. I want to continue to evolve as a human being. Not like in a physical way like evolution. But (laughs) you know what I mean, okay? So if I was truly doing everything perfect all the time, that would mean that I have no room left to grow. That would mean that I am perfect exactly as I am right now, exactly how I do everything and I'm happy being this way forever and that is far from true and I'm sure it's far from you, far from true for you too. So instead of continuing to hold yourself to this stupid standard that literally doesn't even exist anyway, like honestly, if you really think about perfection, like does it truly exist because it's, like, who's, who's creating that measure, right? Even if we take it back to, like, my notes, my note-taking, okay? Perfection, in their eyes, is every single note is in by 24 hours, right? Well, what if randomly they decided, no, everything needs to be in by the 12-hour mark or the one-hour mark or whatever? Like, you might be doing perfect, but then they change what perfect is. Like, perfect doesn't exist. It just doesn't. So, unless you are completely content with being exactly the way you are right now, quit striving for perfection, because we learn and grow from mistakes and from not knowing. Like, how are you going to learn something new if you already know everything? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Truth bomb. You're not going to learn anything new if you think you already know everything and you think you have to do everything perfectly. Like, just, just let it be. Just chill. It's all right. It's all good. You don't have to do everything perfectly. Okay. That's all I really have for today. It was a little bit more... Um, tough love in your face. I'm going to tell you what to do and think, but you guys already know when you come here that you're getting advice sometimes. So I feel like it's fine. It's not unsolicited advice if you're showing up to my podcast, right? Okay. Anyway, I love you. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.